0: This is the Early Childhood Research Podcast, and you're listening to Episode 5. Welcome to the Early Childhood Research Podcast, where we tell you how the latest research can help in your home and in your classroom. My name's Liz, and I'm the host of the Early Childhood Research Podcast. It's great to have you here. This is Episode 5, and today I'm just going to spend a brief bit of time talking about the rights of the child what are the rights of our children, what does the UN say they are and what does that mean for us in the classroom or at home? The UN has a document of over 7,000 words talking about the rights of the child. Obviously most people are not going to dig their way through that but uh, I can see why it's necessary because some people do misinterpret the rights as they are written. Very fortunately, we don't have to wade through that because they have been summarized into smaller points. And I've typed up all these points and made them into some little posters that you can download at Liz's early learning spot.com. Click on the podcast tab and look for episode five. One of the most important points, I think, is that It is supposed to include every child. All children should have access to equal rights. Now, we know that that's a wish rather than a reality. This convention has been the most widely signed of all human rights conventions. So we know that countries take this very seriously. But there's a big difference between ratifying a convention and actually protecting children. According to the UN, everyone under 18 has these rights. Everyone has them equally, no matter where they come from, what their parents do, what language they speak, etc. Every child should be treated equally. All adults should do what's best for children. The governments have a responsibility to make sure children are protected. They also have a responsibility to create an environment where a child can grow and reach their potential. The family has the responsibility to help children learn their rights and to exercise those rights. The UN says you have the right to be alive. A chilling point to have to write in a charter. They have the right to a name, to be recognised by a government. The child has a right to a nationality, to belong to a country, to have an identity, to live with their parents unless it is not a safe place to be. They have the right to live with a family who cares for them. They have a right to live together in the same place with their family if they've been separated. They have the right to be free from kidnapping. They have the right to give their opinion and for adults to listen and take them seriously. They have the right to think about things, to find out things, to share out what they find with other people by talking, by drawing, by writing or any other way unless it harms or hurts other people. They have the right to choose their own religion and beliefs, but their parents should perhaps help them along to know what is right and wrong and what is best for them. They have the right to choose their own friends. They have the right to their privacy. They have the right to get information that is important from radio, from newspaper, from computers. Adults should make sure that children are getting good information, positive information, not harmful information. They have the right to be raised by their parents if at all possible. They have the right to be protected from being hurt and mistreated in body or mind. They have the right to special care and help if they cannot live with their parents. If they are adopted or are in foster care they have the right to expect care and protection if they're a refugee they also have a right for special protection and if they have a disability they have the right to special education and care children have the right to receive the best health care possible to have safe water nutritious food a clean and safe environment if they live in care or away from home They have the right that someone should come and inspect those places to make sure they're appropriate. They have the right to expect help from their government if they're poor or are in need. They have the right to food, to clothing, to a safe place to live and to have their basic needs met. They should not be disadvantaged so that they can't do many of the things that other kids can do. They have the right to good quality education to be encouraged to go to school to the highest level possible. Their education should help them use and develop their talents and abilities. It should also help them to live peacefully, to protect the environment and to respect other people. They have the right to practice their own culture, their own language, their own religion. Minority and Indigenous groups need special protection of this right. Children have the right to play and rest. They have the right to be protected from work that is harmful, that is bad for their health and education. And if they work, they have the right to be safe and to be paid fairly. They have the right to be protected from harmful drugs and from the drug trade. They have the right to be free from sexual abuse. No one is allowed to kidnap or sell. They have the right to protection from any kind of exploitation. Nobody should take advantage of a child. No one is allowed to punish them in a cruel or harmful way. They have the right to be protected from war. Children under 15 cannot be forced to go into the army or take part in war. They have the right to help if they've been hurt, neglected or badly treated. They have the right to legal help and fair treatment in the justice system. If the laws of a country provide better protection than this convention, those laws should apply children have the right to know their rights. Adults should know about these rights and help children learn about them too. There are so many issues that can be raised with each one of these points, but I'm not going to do that here because I just wanted to keep it short and sweet, just a reminder of what the conventions are, what the rights of the children are, as a reminder of something we so often take for granted. I came across a children's charter this week that was in the magazine called Every Child, published by Early Childhood Australia. And it was so well written, it really resonated with me and that's one reason why I wanted to do this podcast. So I'm going to read out to you what this Early Childhood Centre decided would make a good children's right charter. The staff all got together and they've changed this over the years but it's from Kooloon Children's Centre and I really love the way they've put the UN children's rights into terms that make sense in their early childhood centre. I've also typed up this into a poster that you can print off and put up somewhere where you can see it, where your children can see it, where your parents can see it. You might think it's, a, it's got some really good points as well. Again, if you'd like to download this poster, go to lizesearlylearningspot.com, click on the podcast tab and look for episode five. According to Kulun Children's Centre, all children have a right to play, a right to be held, picked up, comforted, a right to feel safe, a right to play inside or outside, a right to a natural, sustainable environment, a right to privacy, to be alone, a right not to be hurt and to be physically protected. A right to be directed and guided with positive, consistent discipline. A right to eat when hungry and choose what and how much they will eat. A right to express themselves, to talk, to cry. A right to be listened to. A right to say no. A right to request, to ask. A right to answers to questions. A right to know who is picking them up, a right to sleep or rest, a right to get dirty, a right to choose whatever they will wear, a right to dress up, to role play and to express their gender, a right to have their family acknowledged, a right to choose their own activities, a right to be individual, a right to time to complete a task or activity, A right to be read to and sung to and played with. A right to be touched or not. A right to fun, joy and laughter and to be appreciated and enjoyed. A right to express how they feel. A right to stay home when they are sick. A right to qualified and trained staff. A right to challenge and a right to question. And a right to kindness. Have you ever created a document that outlines the rights of your children like this? I haven't, and now I have to wonder why. Often we take it for granted that other adults have similar values to us and will treat children in similar ways to us. When they don't, we can be quite shocked – So it's important to sit down and really mull through what we believe is in the best interests of our children. You can do that within your family or do it within your teaching team. But to nail down a document like this means everyone is on the same page and incoming parents can be reassured that their child will be treated with respect and care. If a poster like this is front and centre in a classroom or front foyer, it's a constant reminder to staff of what is expected. The Calhoun Children's Centre consider their children's charter to be a fluid document, something that can be added to as new situations arise. So what other statements might be relevant to where you teach or where you live? I was thinking that I might like to add the four following rights. The right to be understood, even though I don't know how to express myself clearly. The right to not be bullied or laughed at the right to enjoy learning at my own pace, the right to learn about things that interest me and my friends. I'm going to leave this discussion here. It's given me plenty to think about and I hope it's given you something to think about too. Remember, if you want written notes of this episode, you can find them at lizesearlylearningspot.com. Just click on the podcast tab and find episode 5. You'll also be able to download child-friendly posters of the UN Rights of the Child and kaloon Children's Centre's Children's Charter. It doesn't have kaloon Children's Centre written on it, it's just a children's charter so you can print it off and use it for yourself. There's also a link to UNICEF where you can find more child-friendly posters in multiple languages and a pinnable image in case you want to add it to Pinterest as a reminder for later. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help us out if you went to iTunes to submit a rating and review. Today's episode wasn't about research, but it was about an issue that is vitally important in early childhood, but is often glossed over. Thank you for joining me, and I wish you happy teaching and learning. Thanks for listening to the Early Childhood Research Podcast at www.lizesearlylearningspot.com.